This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and today we have a very special episode and a special guest, of course. This is actually our 200th episode, so yay, milestone episode, and what a fitting guest to have for the 200th episode. We have Nicole Deckert, and, she, and Nicole is with The Cake Lovers. Now, she didn't know this was the 200th episode. Had she known... I would have had her bake a cake for us. <laughs> and we definitely would have done that for you, Jeremy. Congratulations I, I, on your 200th episode. And thank you so much for having us, having me on the show. Well, it's our pleasure. And thanks as always to our listeners to learn to, for tuning in to learn more about our great community and the businesses that serve us. So Nicole, without further ado, let's get into this. Please tell us a little bit about the cake lovers. So the Cake Lovers, uh, we are a custom cake shop here in Plantation. Um, We specialize in all types of desserts and custom cakes is our specialty. Uh, We love hyper-realistic cakes. Um, We do a lot of corporate catering and, um, you know, celebrity uh, events and things of that nature. Um, So, yeah, we do everything from basic to extreme. Um, And we do sell sweets uh, during the week, usually on Thursdays and Fridays and Saturday mornings. We do have sweets available in our cake shop. Um, So we would love for the community to know that. I feel like that's something they may not be aware of uh, since COVID, when COVID hit, um, that was something that we kind of pulled back on. So we brought that back this year and we're super excited. Hyper-realistic. Yes. Tell me more about hyper-realistic. So hyper-realistic cakes is realism. So we take our art form, our cakes, and we make it look like a real item or product that you, you know, want it to be. Okay. So that's like the show I've seen called This Is Cake, right? Where they, they make, I guess, hyper-realistic cakes and you got to tell yeah. whether or not it's actually cake or it's it's a re- the real thing, right? Yes, absolutely. That's such a cool show. My, my daughter loves that. Have yeah. you ever seen it? I have. I have seen it. Okay. Yes. It, it's, it's pretty, pretty amazing what, uh, the industry has, um, you know, evolved into and with, you know, from being just basic birthday cakes to something as such an art form is, is really, uh, really neat and inspiring. Now seeing some of the work that, that people do, it's just incredible. I mean, you really, you really cannot differentiate between whether it's a cake or it's the actual thing. So definitely an art form for sure. So do you specialize in, cakes and sweets or do you also is it a bakery do you do bake bake goods as well like breads and things like that or is it primarily cakes and sweets so it's primarily cakes and sweets um we definitely um you know try to keep up with the trends of new and exciting things that are coming out and and um you know with social media and things like that you kind of have to um keep evolving and trying out new things so yeah we definitely do you know brownies and cookies and cake pops and um you know, again, cakes is being our specialty. So how long have you had the cake lovers in plantation and how did you end up opening that business? Let's del- dive into your journey of how you got here. So it's been definitely a journey. Um, I started, I was always an artist and I like to bake. Um, I can't cook at all. Um, I do my very best, but um, yeah, I started um, with my son's first birthday cake. That was uh, 19 years ago. 
And, uh, you know, everybody was like, oh, you're so you're, you're really good at that and you should keep trying and do it more often. So, um, you know, I, I just kept practicing and, and there wasn't back then there wasn't all the platforms with the information that there is today. Um, so I definitely uh, it was a lot of trial and error. I had no idea what I was doing when I first started. Um, it's definitely been a journey. But uh, yeah, so I started out doing that and um, I waited tables and I was in a mom's group here locally in Plantation, um, which was, I guess, my first form of like networking back then. Um, so which is really neat because I, I still have some of those clients today. Um, they really helped me learn and grow and allowed me to experiment when I had no idea what I was doing. Um, so, yeah, I just kept on, uh, you know, creating cakes for family and friends um, with the support of my husband and family uh, back in 2016, 17. Um, the company had grown to a point where I couldn't keep doing it out of my home. I had rented a couple of commercial kitchens um, and I was just getting too big, um, which was a great problem to have. Um, however, um, opening a cake shop was definitely one of the hardest things that I've ever done. Um, it took a lot of late nights. Um, there's a lot of things behind the scenes that people don't realize with this industry and this business um, that comes along with it. For, for myself and my family, um, there's a lot of sacrifice when we opened the cake shop. Um, my husband's a business owner as well, so he worked during the day, myself as well, taking care of the kids. And then at night we would go in and work on the cake shop um, to get it prepared to, for opening, which um, luckily for us only took a few months um, because we we just put our everything into it. And um, it was hard. The change was hard. It was uncomfortable. But uh, in anything, um, you know, that's part of it. So, you know, it was definitely um, definitely a hard time for us. But I, I am very thankful for all of the growth in the opening of the cake shop. Okay. So a lot to unpack there. 19 years ago, by the way, so you have a 19 year old son, right? Yes. I actually have two boys. I have a 19 year old and a 17 year old. My 19 year old is actually a soldier in the U S army here. Um, so he's not around as much. Um, and then I have my, my 17 year old as well. And I've been married for almost uh, 20 years. Wonderful. So thank, thank, thank him for his service, by the way, we appreciate that. I always like to show gratitude and thanks for our great servicemen and service women. So 19, 17 and 19, I have a nine-year-old and an 11-year-old. And it's, it's funny. Everybody always says when they're young, value the time while they're young, because time flies by and you roll your eyes in the back of your head like, oh, and I'm at that stage right now where uh, the time is slipping, right? And they're getting older. So 17 and 19. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It does go by super fast. And uh, that's another thing with when I decided to open the cake shop, um, my kids were in middle school, so they were a little more self-sufficient. Um, looking back, you know, uh, hindsight's twenty twenty, and would I have changed it and spent been able to spend more time with them? Yes, but I am grateful and I did what I did for them um, as well. So. Very cool. Very cool. So 19 years ago, you baked your, baked your first cake for your son for his first birthday. And that ultimately evolved into opening the cake shop in 2016, 17. What has been the most rewarding thing that you found in opening the cake shop since 2016, 17 and where you are today? You know, the most rewarding thing I think for myself is, um, 
the customers that have allowed me to be a part of their special events um, throughout the years, uh, like I mentioned, some of them I've had for many, many years and growing with their, them and their families, their children's from, you know, first birthday cakes to now almost to graduation, um, you know, baby showers to first birthdays and, you know, all of that good stuff. Um, it's really rewarding to, to be a part of that and for them to allow us to be a part of that. Um, and then another thing would be for me is, um, you know, growing the company to where it is today and starting out with just myself um, to now having a team of girls who really put their all into everything that they create. Um, you know, I'm very fortunate to have the team that I have today. Um, so that's something I'm very proud of. Looking back through your journey, and you, maybe you alluded to it earlier, maybe, maybe not. Uh, is there some, some life hardship or challenge, something that you struggled with tremendously along the way that at the time, maybe it seemed like uh, the end was near, the walls were closing in, but from that experience, you can say that you're better off for having gone through that, or it was maybe a defining moment and helped you get to where you are today? Um, you know, that's, that's also a difficult one. I feel like there's probably a few things in my life. Um, one of the biggest life challenges and hardships um, would probably be, I lost my mother at a young age. Um, that was really difficult, but she really taught me a lot in life um, and in business too. She was an independent, strong woman. Um, she taught me that to always be grateful for what you have and always strive for more. Um, nothing is given to you. You have to earn it. So that's something that I kind of used within my business and kind of, you know, set that fire for me, that tone um, to do that, to have her be proud of me too. Um, secondly would be, you know, being a young quote unquote teen mom, if you will, um, and uh, being married at a young age, you know, that was definitely a challenge. Um, the best thing in my life by far. Um, but, uh, but definitely was a challenge, you know, I had to, I grew up with my kids in some sense. So, um, that was definitely a challenge. And, uh, you know, third would be again, opening the cake shop. That was one of the biggest challenges for me. Um, it's been very difficult. Um, and, uh, but I wouldn't have it any other way. The first thing you touched upon gratitude. That's something that I've found as I've gotten older in life, I've had, I, I frequently remind myself of no matter how difficult things get, you just need to show, you need to be grateful and have gratitude and realize that we, everybody goes through pain. Everybody goes through loss. Everybody goes through suffering. Everybody has hard times. Everybody has feelings of insecurity. And when you're at those lowest points, I, I find that when I stop focusing on myself and start thinking of others and being grateful for what I have, all of that pain and suffering starts to magically eviscerate and go away. And, and it's so important. And, and, you know, just to wake up in the morning and remind yourself and, and do a little gratitude praise and just remind yourself what you are grateful for. So everyone remember that out there, super important. Absolutely. In this life, for sure. For sure. So Wow, that hasn't happened to me in a while. I, I I got I got so kind of moved internally by the gratitude and the gratefulness that I just kind of like froze up for a second, and I was like, I just got caught, lost in thought, and I just lost my train of thought, and I just got, <laughs> wow, that was cool. Thank I like you. I like that. I like that. So, um, 
you, you mentioned you have a husband, obviously 17, 19 year old children. What do you guys like to do for fun when you're not working? I know obviously owning a store, being an entrepreneur keeps you super busy, but when you're not working, what do you guys do as a family? Well, yeah, I mean, because we're both uh, entrepreneurs, we both work all the time. We don't have a lot of time off, but <laughs> but that's part of it. Um, but we, we bought a house a few years ago. We love my husband. and I, I don't know how much he loves doing the home projects as much as I do, <laughs> but he uh, he's a trooper. Um, I like being outside a lot um, just because I am indoors. Um, so I do. I run. I do. Uh, I, I love running. Um, I try and do that a few times a week. And uh, I do some local races. I like to do some charity with that events and stuff. Um, and uh, just spending time with my family and friends when I have the time to do it, it, I really, really fully enjoy it. Running. There's something we could talk about for a minute. I caught the bug recently. I don't know how long you've been running for, but I started about four or five months ago. And okay. I, I am absolutely hooked. I, yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that I learned to love in the beginning. It wasn't so much of a passion and love for it, but I, I learned to love it. It really helps me just kind of let go. And um, I don't know, it's just there's something about it. Yeah, And once you, like you said, catch the runner's bug. The runner's high. Yeah, the runner's well, high. Well, it's, it's interesting because as much as I love it, I, I think, I don't know, how long have you been running for? Has it been many, many years? Yeah, quite a few years. Um, I used to run a lot more. Um, there's, you know, it, it depends on on the workload. <laughs> of course, I get up quite early and 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 run. But um, but yeah, I, I've done a few. I do five k's, ten k's, a couple half marathons. But I'm working up to a half marathon. But being new to the game, if you will, it's still absolutely brutal every time I go out. And that's kind of what I love about it. Yeah, it's that it's that whole mentality, the mindset thing, right? Like to to think that you can't go further. And you just, just one more step. I've done this before. I can keep going. And then you keep pushing and you keep going. And when you get done, it's just unbelievable. And also when you do get in the zone and you, and you, you can kind of just get lost in thought and, and some of the best insights come to me, I get some I, wonderful ideas while I'm running and it's just a great time to be alone and, and reflect. Yes. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. So I've done a 10 K I didn't do a 10 K race, but I've ran 10 K uh, but I'm working up to that half marathon. When was the last half marathon you did? Uh, it was actually a couple of years ago. Um, and uh, it actually, the last two I had been training quite hard for. And I, I wanted to be, of course, we're always trying to beat our time um, and PR our races, right? So, <laughs> um, so the funny thing is, um, unfortunately, I had COVID before the last race. And so I wasn't up to where I wanted to be. But I ran the race the same exact time to the T as the first one that I did. It was under two hours, which I was very happy for. Uh, uh, so yeah, so it's definitely a, a challenge. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can see the day where I cross the finish line at a half marathon. It's coming, it's in my future. Awesome. So, before we wrap up here, Nicole, what would be the one thing that you'd like to leave our listeners with that you'd like them to know about the cake lovers? Um, one thing I would like that. So a common misconception with custom cakes and what we do is that it's so fun and easy and we're just making cakes and um, you know, it's, it, it can be done so quickly. There's so many steps and stages, especially at this level um, for us to even complete the most simple design. 
Um, there's a lot of planning and ordering, and especially again with the custom, um, from idea to confirming with the client, to relaying it to the staff, to getting that product out the door on time to that event or when wedding, um, perfectly from inside, which is obviously most important to out for the aesthetic part of it, um, is definitely something that I think there's a misconception on. Um, another thing I'd love to leave a note on would be, um, you know, just stop by and see us on a Thursday and Friday. We have some amazing desserts. We're always trying to um, create some new desserts and we we post them on our social media. We have specials. We put flyers, um, you know, out on social media for uh, Valentine's Day. And um, we've got some great things for Super Bowl coming up. So definitely keeping an eye on those. And again, stopping in to say hello, uh, meet the staff and uh, try some of our amazing products. How can our listeners learn more? Maybe share your website, your contact information, your location. Let us know how we could find you guys. Uh, yeah. So the Cake Lovers is in Plantation. We're right on Broward just before 441. Um, we're, I would say, a hidden gem, if you will. It's, we're a little hard to find, but um, once you do, you'll be thankful um, and happy that you found us. Um, so, uh, that's where we're located. You can find our information on our website, thecakelovers.com. We have, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, our handle on Instagram is the cake lovers cakery. Um, and, uh, yeah, definitely come out and, uh, take a look and like follow and, uh, yeah. <laughs> very, very, very good. Nicole, we will of course link in the description to all of your contact information. It was a pleasure getting the opportunity to meet you and learn about your journey and your business. So thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Well, again, our pleasure. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. And we will catch you next time. Everyone have a great day and take care. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to gnpcoopercity.com. That's GNP coopercity.com or call 954-231-3170.